This is another Astros podcast. One, two to Marwin. And that is line past the leaping Pujols and down the right field line. Altuve around third. He scores. Gonzalez racing to second base. The throw in by Calhoun. The slide. Marwin beats it. It's an RBI double for Gonzalez and a 2-0 Astros lead. 20th double of the season for Marwin. But a good battle once again at the plate. And the Astros with another two-out RBI. Here's the 3-1. And this is poked down the left field line. And that's going to get all the way to the wall out there. Altuve around third. He'll score. It's going to go down as a double for Gurriel. Another RBI. His second of the ball game. And the Astros pick up one more. It's four to nothing as we go to the bottom of the third. Here's the one-two. And that is rifled deep to left center field. Young is going back on the warning track. Looking up. See you later. Barwin Gonzalez goes deep for the second straight day. And the Astros' lead is 5-3. to three. Eight home runs now in the month of August for Marvin Gonzalez. That gives him 18 RBIs as well. And that's a huge run late in the ballgame. Gives the Astros a two-run cushion. 14 home runs on the year for Marwin. He's driven in two runs tonight as the Astros pick up an insurance run. Continues to swing it. A hot bat from the right side, doesn't he? Absolutely. Astros with an 8-3 lead over the Angels as we go to the bottom of the ninth inning. And Joe Smith now into the game for the Astros. Well, Smitty knocks this out. Justin Verlander will become a perfect 6-0 against the Angels since his time with the Astros. And this would also be his 100th career road win. So almost split evenly. Uh-huh. Home wins and road wins. 2-2 two two, the count to Ward. Should get the slide ball here, wouldn't he? See if he'll chase. Pitch on the way. It is on the outside corner for strike three. Went with the slider, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros pick up their fourth consecutive win as they defeat the Angels tonight by a final of 8-3. to three. And welcome back. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks joined by Astros President of Baseball Operations and General Manager Jeff Luno before the Astros wrap up this series looking for the sweep in Anaheim and uh, getting the ball today, uh, Framber Valdez uh, uh, getting his first big league start looked really impressive uh, in his relief appearance, his long relief stint uh, against the Mariners, getting his first big league win in Seattle, and, and really has earned this opportunity. He has. He's a guy that we've been high on for the last couple of years. He came to big league camp two years ago and this year as well. And this is a guy who didn't get signed to his first professional contract until he was 21. So he's he's rocketed through our system He's got a good breaking ball, good fastball, command of both of them. And what he did the other night was really impressive. He showed a lot of poise out there, and he's going to need it today because it's a tough lineup, a tough team, and they're going to want to win today. But, you know, he's uh, he's one of our best minor league pitching prospects, and I'm really glad he's getting a chance to show us what he's got. And Jeff, the way he shapes his breaking ball, he's got to be in consideration maybe to be on the playoff roster because he's going to be so tough against lefties. Yeah, you think about the playoff roster, and Sip's obviously done a really nice job. CNL has that high velocity and good spin, but Framber's got to be in there as well. I mean, those those are knee-buckling curveballs mm-hmm. now. You know, hitting guys isn't always the preferred outcome, <laughs> but yeah. he, he definitely has some deception in, in what he throws, and uh, we're going to have our, our choices, which is a good spot to be. We can customize the roster for whoever our opposition is. But uh, first, we've got to keep winning and sure. make sure we get there. Uh, A.J. Hinch saying earlier today that Lance McCullers not going to throw off a mound. That was the plan initially for him uh, on the trip here 
and Anaheim and, and kind of slowing down the throwing program, although he has been playing catch. What's the what's the latest on McCullers, and do you think he could be back before the season's out? I do. I think he will be back. I think he'll be back in relief, not in the rotation. There's really not enough time to get him built up. Uh, but I do believe he feels good uh, in all the stuff he's doing. We just want to be really conservative and make sure that we look out for the long-term health of Lance McCullers and, and his time with the Astros. But I do. our goal right now is to make sure that he's back and ready for postseason in a relief role, and I think we have, we're not, not going to have any problems getting there. Jeff, apparently there's still a little bit of a governor in the quad issue with George Springer. If it gets to tomorrow, I mean, are there going to have to be decisions made whether or not to put him on the DL? Every day we, we think about it, and I think the reality is if we weren't playing the A's uh, starting tomorrow, mm -hmm. we probably would have DL'd them, but we want to keep the option open. Okay. Uh, I, I did hear earlier this morning that he was uh, hitting and hitting lasers and looking good and feeling good, so that's, that's positive. I do believe he'll be in the lineup tomorrow. I hope that's what we see because, you know, we haven't had the three guys together in, yeah. in a couple months now, and we know that we need all three to win. And the series coming up uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is one of the biggest series of the year for us. Yeah, a little different right now, even though the record's the same compared to last year because you have the A's right on your heels starting the day a game and a half back, and the Mariners are, are still in the mix as well. So uh, handling September a little differently and late August a little differently this year than maybe you would have last season with the big lead. Yeah, I do think so, and I think it's probably good in the long run for our team to have to really battle it out all the way until the end because they're not going to really rest on any laurels or anything like that, um, and, and the competition's going to be good. I mean, we're going to have to figure out ways to – Rest the guys we need to rest uh, so that they'll be ready. But right now, it's all about winning every game we possibly can. Jeff, mostly it's been pretty encouraging news when, when a guy's gone down for you guys. I think about uh, Springer with the ligament in his thumb that could have been a lot worse. Uh, when you see Altuve get hit in that game mm. yesterday, I mean, what is the gut reaction for you when you see something like that? I, you know, after hit, watching what happened to our team when he was out, we just we didn't win too many games when Eight he was and out. And all of a sudden yeah. he comes back and we start winning again. There's just something about having his presence in the lineup. And when I saw him get hit last night, especially right near the elbow where there might be a bone involved, yep. I winced. But uh, fortunately, they checked him out and there was no... Uh, no bone injury, so I'm sure he's sore, but he's in the lineup today, and, and you know we need him to stay in there. But you know, that's the thing about baseball. Any given day, you could lose a guy for whatever reason, sliding into the bag wrong or getting hit. Uh, but I'm, i I got to tell you, I'm real glad Altuve is healthy and ready to go. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks once again joined by President of Baseball Operations and General Manager Jeff Luno as the Astros wrap up this series and Anaheim. You know, you never know when guys are – maybe going to figure it out or when they're going to make the most of their opportunity. But what we've seen from Tyler White over the last couple of weeks, not in the lineup today, but he's he got an opportunity with all the injuries that the Astros have had. And now that the Astros are getting healthier, he's still getting a chance to play because of the way he's producing. Really encouraging to, to see that for a guy who's had some success but has been up and down. It's great to see. I mean, a couple of years ago, he won the player of the week right out of the shoot and then had to go back to the minors and work on some things that you know it's hard to stay at this level and he's figured out a way to make the adjustments he needs to make he's doing a nice job handling first base defensively but his bat over a thousand OPS and now we're talking about 115 or 120 at bats so uh, he's he's a guy you got to say right now you know we're facing a, a Red Sox or an Indians or whatever whoever we might be facing if we if we get there you got to think about him as part of the 25-man roster and he's he's earned that Jeff I have a two-part question it seems for like the last three or four years, at some point during the season, you'll say and we'll say, what would this team do without Marwin Gonzalez? You know, he's been able to fill in so many spots. So I'm going to ask you 
uh, what he's meant to this team and who's the next Marwin Gonzalez coming up through the system because we saw Kike Hernandez and a couple of other guys that you may have anticipated, but it's always Marwin. It is Marwin, and, and there are not too many guys like that. You know, the last three world champions have had somebody like that on their team, Ben Zobris, Marwin Gonzalez, and it really makes a huge difference. It allows you to essentially carry an extra player on the playoff roster. The fact that he can go out there and play left field, he can play a good shortstop when we need to, all the positions, bat left-handed, bat right-handed. Last night he hits one out right-handed. Uh, and, you know, every time he has a conversation with the umpire, I worry a little bit that uh, <laughs> he's going to get thrown out. Last night made me a little nervous, and they came back with a big hit. But Marwin's been great uh, both in the clubhouse and on the field, and, and he means a lot to us. And as far as who's next, a guy like Miles Straw, that's why we had him take some shortstop oh, yeah. reps. He can run, he can do a lot of things, play all the outfield positions. But really, there aren't too many guys like Marwin around, guys that can play an average shortstop defensively, switch hit, and then play every other position as well. It's Those guys are really hard to find. Yeah, definitely a tough commodity. I uh, want to ask you about three guys who have been playing minor league rehab games, Jake Marisnik, Brian McCann, Chris Davinsky. Are they all progressing the, the way you, you were hoping? They are, and they're ready. And I think uh, come the first, all three of those players will be active right now we've got obviously a full roster everybody's uh healthy except for george but uh you know september 1st we obviously can expand rosters those three guys immediately get added give us some depth they're ready to go so it's going to be nice to have nice to have all three of those guys back sounded encouraging last week with forrest whitley your best pitching prospect in the minors but he went down with a lat strain in corpus the other day uh what's the prognosis and are you just going to shut him down no, I think uh, he. it was really precautionary. He was warming up, and he felt a little tightness. It wasn't anything. If it had been a meaningful game, he probably would have pitched it, but we just don't want to take any chances with a guy coming back, especially the muscular injuries. So we decided to scratch him. Uh, he went out yesterday and threw and felt good. So you know, I don't know exactly what the game plan is for him as far as pitching in games, but um, he's healthy, and I think he's a guy that we're going to think about a way to get him some work um, in the fall, whether it's the fall league or somewhere else. So he'll uh, he'll get a chance to keep pitching and then next year pick it up where he left off. Well, a, a dramatic win for the Fresno Grizzlies last night. Uh, down 6-2 to two going into the bottom of the ninth. Score five times to win it. Uh, Walk-off three-run home run by Kyle Tucker. And that clinched a playoff spot for the Grizzlies. So if I'm not mistaken, all four full-season affiliates for the Astros have clinched playoff spots, so continuing to develop players while also winning games in the minor leagues. That's the goal, and we tell all our managers about development, and that's the priority, but if you can win while you're developing, that's a bonus, and I think Bowie's Creek still has to qualify, but they're in a really good spot right now, So, but all four of our teams we expect to be in the postseason, which is a lot of fun for them to get uh, to, to win together. Our guys, a lot of our guys here won together in the minor leagues, Correa and Bregman and those guys, uh, so it'll be fun for the next generation to go through that as well. And boy, Kyle Tucker, uh, another outstanding week for him in the minor leagues. And 21 years old, youngest player in the American League when he was up here. We know this guy's going to be a star. It's just a matter of getting the confidence at this level that he obviously has at every other level. And, and that's coming. I mean, we wanted to give him a shot this year to see if we could get that this year. And, and as I said from the beginning, we want the best 25 players on our roster come postseason and wanted to make sure that he had an opportunity to do it. And he'll be back in September at some point, and we'll continue to have that opportunity. Jeff Luno, Astros President of Baseball Operations and General Manager, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on, guys. The Houston Astros Radio Network. That ball is gone! Steve Sparks, Robert Ford. And you can kiss it goodbye! This is the Houston Astros Radio Network.